everybody, I'm Beth Davis, and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Can you believe it? We're in our new digs, new warehouse, new office, thanks be to God. Still, same Teachable Tuesday. Uh, right here, we are going to discover God's heart in His Word every single week and apply it to our lives. And boy, we are really doing that today. So grab a Bible, grab a cup of coffee, little um, H2O. You're going to want to hydrate for this one, okay? <laughs> and let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we love you. We welcome you. And we give you permission. Right here at the outset of our time together, God, we ask you, uh, through your Holy Spirit, to grant us the graces that we need. Illuminate our hearts. Help us to give you more deeply, more fully, our yes today. We love you, Lord. Thank you for your love. We receive your love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I was thinking this morning about uh, my eight-day silent retreat. I did that about a year and a half ago. And if I'm honest with you, it wasn't great at the time, okay? It definitely wasn't what I expected. I went in sort of lovesick for the Lord, and I just wanted to be with Him. I shared that with my spiritual director on the first day when he's looking at me praying on an eight-day silent retreat with a bunch of nuns, and he was he was kind of like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> what do you want? And I said, I just want to be with the Lord. And it was so sincere. It was so true. And the Lord honored that prayer. But it didn't look anything like I thought it would look. It didn't look anything like I wanted it to look, to be honest with you. And now, a year and a half later, I'm only beginning to see the fruit of that very painful retreat. You see, I just wanted to be with the Lord because I love him, but I was unaware. I had these blind spots. There were obstacles to me being with the Lord the way I wanted to. There were obstacles to me receiving God's love, and they were very practical things, big things, and some nitty-gritty things, and that's what I want to talk about today. I want to get practical with the gospel because the gospel is practical. The gospel has the power to change your life if you let it. If we compartmentalize our faith, our life is not going to change. And so I want to ask for your courage today. I want to ask the Holy Spirit uh, to give us that gift of courage to open up more of our heart and soul, more of our mind, our will, our life to the Lord, because I know you love God. You wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be listening, even if you stumbled upon this Teachable Tuesday. I know there's a desire for faith. There's a, a deep love of God there, waiting to grow and, and reaching up toward the sun every single day. So I, I know that your life is so good and is already bearing fruit, but I wanna tell you today, there's more. For me, when I would come into adoration, when I would come to be with the Lord, 
trying to give God all of my love, there was also a bit of anxiety there. I was trying to push through a lot of painful memories and things that just weren't quite right, disordered attachments that I, I didn't even know how to begin to deal with. And so we're gonna get very real today. <laughs> we're gonna allow the gospel to take full effect in our life because Jesus wants all of it. He wants all of it because he wants all of you, not because you're a horrible person. Uh, don't let shame, don't let the devil kind of get in your ear about this. The Lord wants all of it, all of your life, because he wants all of you. So I'm talking about allowing the gospel, allowing Jesus to have a say in our politics, in our finances, in our friendships, our sexuality, our fertility. Now, I know these are tender things. I, I know for me, when people would speak about um, discipline or schedule or, or work or food, whatever it is for you, I could kind of feel myself getting defensive and I would try to push through that to just be with the Lord, to abide with the Lord, as Jesus talks about in John 15. But there were these obstacles I wasn't allowing the Lord to have a say, to set me free in these very practical areas of my life. But Jesus is practical. The faith is practical. The gospel is relevant to your everyday life, to your work, to your uh, language, to your friendships, to your marriage. The gospel is relevant. No surprise here. We are gonna base our conversation today on John chapter 15. I told you, I've been obsessed with John chapter 15 for a long time, and this is probably the third or fourth, fifth Teachable Tuesday we've done on John 15 this year. So if you haven't read it in its entirety, the whole chapter, I would encourage you to grab your Bible and to read John chapter 15. But you're not gonna to have to read very far before we come to our verse for today. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago we talked about uh, the father as the vine grower. So verse one, I'm the true vine and my father is the vine grower. But here's where we're going to camp out today in verse two. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. So just even the second half of that verse, that's where we're going to land today. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. I'm hearing two things in this verse, John 15, verse two. And the first is, your life is beautiful. Your life is already bearing good fruit. It is good that you exist. It's a beautiful thing, the yes that you've given to God already. There's affirmation in there. There's love. I can hear and feel the Father's pride in you. But now, every branch that bears fruit, that's you, that's me, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. So yes, your life is bearing fruit. It is good that you exist. Your yes is beautiful, but there's more. There's always more with the Lord. I don't mean there's always more work to do. I mean there's more freedom. There's more healing. There's more love. 
Jesus Christ wants you to be a whole and a holy person. He wants to uh, not just slap on a few band-aids and get you back on your feet. He wants total healing and complete restoration. That is, he wants you to be better even than before uh, you were damaged, before your heart was broken, before sin. He wants to restore that lost innocence. So because you are a good uh, branch, because you're already bearing good fruit, he wants to prune you to make you bear more fruit. He wants you to experience more of his love, his life in your life. So let's get practical. I'll go first. <laughs> On this eight-day retreat, uh, there were some things that came up in only a way that the Lord could bring it up. But my finances kind of presented themselves on this eight-day retreat. And I didn't want to talk about my finances. I wanted to talk about the gospel. I wanted to uh, be in tears, you know, at, at the nativity. I, I wanted to be close with Jesus on mission. I, I wanted to learn more about him, but here was this big elephant in the room. My finances, specifically my debt. And I felt so overwhelmed by debt whenever it came up, whenever I thought about being free to go where God was call, calling me to go or thinking about what was next in my life in terms of my vocation. There was a lot of shame there, a lot of hiding. So I would just push my debt to the side and I would push down my anxiety about my debt. But this good and holy priest who uh, was very discerning, very casually kind of brought my debt to the forefront. And we began to talk about how my debt, my shame around my finances, was actually an obstacle to me receiving God's love. It was very painful to get honest about the fear I had. It was painful to bring that shame before the Lord in prayer. But this priest uh, helped me to very practically uh, make a list, make a plan going forward. He had me uh, think of one person who could walk with me in my finances, who I could be accountable to, to get out of debt. And yes, it was going to be a process. It was a chunk of change, my friends. I am talking in the tens of thousands of dollars, a lot of debt. And it caused me so much anxiety that I was just pushing through to just be with the Lord. But this priest, made me write down the name of a friend, shout out, Eric Porteous, and, uh, and to reach out to him very humbly. When I came back from my retreat, I sat down with Eric and his wife, Alyssa, and I just laid everything out. It was, it was so mortifying, to be honest with you. But there was a, a freedom and a fresh wind that began to blow in my life and in my prayer because no longer did I have this dark corner in my relationship with the Lord. No longer was I compartmentalizing my finances from my relationship with the Lord. It became a part of my intimacy. And now, a year and a half later, I'm so close to being completely debt-free because every single month, with the help of God and Eric Porteous, I met with him and I tackled this debt little by little. 
It was overwhelming. Honestly, telling you about it, my throat is dry. It was so stressful, but my friend, you can do it because you have God with you. You're not doing it alone. And now what about you? As I'm talking about these practical areas that are obstacles to our intimacy with the Lord, is there, is there something on your mind? Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a uh, your fertility, your, your openness to life. Um, maybe it's, I don't know, a, a relationship that you don't want to get out of just yet, right? Will someone else come along? I, he's not perfect. And yeah, we, we tend to, we struggle a lot with our sexuality and, and we're just not able to follow the teachings of the church. But, you know, he's a good guy and he'll go to mass with me. He, we do this thing, right? And we keep that out of our relationship with the Lord. We try to deal with it on our own, but no longer. You don't have to do that anymore. You can invite the Lord, the Father, the vine grower, to come and to look at that vine, to look at that place that before has always been kind of in the dark or compartmentalized. Would you invite him in now? Ask the Lord right now, is there one area something very practical that's been very painful for you. Maybe there's a lot of shame there and you haven't quite wanted to tackle that. You haven't known how to deal with it. Would you ask the Lord right now to illuminate that thing, that person, that place in your life? Come Holy Spirit. You don't have to be afraid. You're not alone, even right now. I'm with you, and the Holy Spirit is with you. And I can hear that, that verse. I can hear there is no fear in love. It's, it's the love of God that illuminates these obstacles. It's the love of God that illuminates these branches that aren't bearing fruit. It's the love of God that wants to bear even more fruit in your life. Thank you, Lord, for your love. And if that thing has come up and there's real resistance there, like I'm not ready to deal with that, I'm not ready to tackle my finances or whatever it might be, I want you to just tell the Lord that. I'm scared. I am angry. I don't want to deal with this right now. Keep it very honest. But ask the Lord, allow him to illuminate that very practical, that, that nitty gritty thing that's keeping you from the intimacy that not only you desire, but the intimacy that God himself desires to have with you. So first we ask the Lord, and now I want you to think about a friend that you can ask for help. I learned so much from this good, holy Jesuit priest who directed me on my eight day who made me reach out to a friend, who made me bring this big, dark, smelly elephant out of the corner of the room and into the forefront in prayer and, and in our relationship. I want you to think of someone who can come alongside and help you. Maybe it's, maybe it's that you need to go to confession. Maybe that's it. Like there are things kind of piling up, but you're so afraid to go back. Is there one person you could reach out to to check in with you, to meet you, to go with you to confession. Maybe it's something about, uh, uh, about your finances. Is there someone that you can reach out to? Whatever it is, 
Do not be afraid. There's no fear in love. So Lord, we ask you too to put someone on our mind to help, to send us help. Holy Spirit, you are the helper, the advocate. Thank you that we don't have to do any of this alone. Would you help us to think of just one person who can help? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's pornography, and you've just you've never spoken that out loud to anyone. Maybe you've brought it to confession, but there's no one walking with you. There's no one who knows. Is there one person you can trust, you can talk to, you can just say it out loud? As you do that, as you uh, reach out to a person, as you reveal uh, this, this branch that's not bearing good fruit in your life, right? This thing that the Lord has illuminated, as you bring it into the light, there will be freedom there. There will be healing. And above all, there will be love, more love than you can possibly imagine. That's been true for me. I had no idea that these things that I was avoiding in prayer were actually keeping me from loving the Lord, but also receiving his love because I didn't think that I was worthy of his love. I thought I have to deal with this stuff and I cannot possibly deal with this stuff on my own. And the truth is neither can you. We can't do this on our own. So we've invited the Lord. And now would you today invite a friend to walk with you? Say it out loud. Get some accountability in your life. Just even one person who can come alongside you and help to cultivate more good fruit in your life, more of Jesus Christ in your life. I don't know how long you've been walking with the Lord or maybe you grew up Catholic, but this um, this thing that's, that's common in, in many of our relationships with the Lord is kind of this up and down, right? You feel close to the Lord and then there's discouragement and you fall away and then you think, I gotta get back, gotta get back to mass, I gotta get back to prayer. But you always seem to kind of, your enthusiasm always seems to sort of taper off. And my friend, may I just very gently put to you today that there may be some obstacles that you're avoiding. Because what Jesus desires for you is everyday intimacy, not seasons of intimacy, not only on a retreat or while you're going through a program or reading a good book. He wants everyday intimacy with you. And the more we can allow him to illuminate to cultivate, to prune every area of our life, every aspect and dimension, not only of our exterior lives, but interiorly too, the more we let him have in us and in our lives, the more everyday intimacy we'll experience with him, the more love you'll be able to receive. So let me pray for you. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for your gentleness. Thank you for your love. Pray that your love, your mercy would just wash over every single person watching right now. There is no fear in love. There is no condemnation in love. Whatever's come up, Lord, is because of your love. Whether it's your, your weight, or maybe alcohol. Whatever it is that's coming up, don't be afraid. It's love. 
bringing it to the forefront. Thank you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need your help. Ask the Lord right now for help. Jesus, help me. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get over this. I don't know how to stop sleeping with my boyfriend. I, I don't know how to forgive my parents. I don't know how to stop cutting, Lord. I don't want to do these things. Tell the Lord right now in your own words. And Lord, bring to mind a safe person, a friend, a Christ follower, someone who can walk with us, Lord. We send our, our guardian angels ahead of us to prepare that person, to pray for that person. God, I pray for every person who gets a phone call or a text today, who has coffee today. God, that they would be, uh, their hearts would be wide open to receive us. Lord, I thank you for this new season, for new freedom, new fruitfulness. Thank you, Lord, for more love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. I am so proud of you. It's gonna be so good, friends. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Bye.